1: Your search is over. You've found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of, of sports, sports talk. talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. <laughs>
2: And away we go. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing Stevie Slapshot. Glad to be with you on a Thursday. Hey, we'll be out at Sunset Station tomorrow. Always good fun with Chuck Esposito, Andy Isco. Steve Carp will be out there for Vegas Hockey Island. Got Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com is going to join us in just a little bit. A lot of football talk coming up. A lot of hockey going on on the podcast platforms along the Sports Grid Radio Network. We'll be doing a. Light the Lamp podcast with Cam Stewart coming up tonight. That is always fun, and we'd like to think really good information because the hockey has just been a complete and utter gong show the last twenty-four hours. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot, brother, how you doing today? Man, it feels like
3: whatever sport you're in, Brian. Get get your bags packed. Uh, baseball guys are moving, but hockey guys we know are moving. That the NBA draft tonight. Uh, be be
2: get, get your boarding passes
3: and your luggage in
2: order. <laughs> uh, the NBA draft tonight with the Cunningham kid. Going to go to Detroit at number one. We were talking about it briefly in the first hour. The NBA draft, it, it's interesting to watch, get a little read on some of these guys. But the real unique aspect of this now, I mean, I'm not unlike... <laughs> I well, don't like the NHL draft. The hockey nut bars like us. I mean, we would know like the top ten after that, you know. But right. you'd be in tune, and you look up highlights of some of the European skaters. But I don't. I guess it's me. I, I don't find myself doing this. The NBA draft. The world's a smaller place, my pal. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of European guys. Absolutely, uh, especially in, in in basketball, but it, well
3: in hockey too. We've had a lot of guys uh, come over and and participate. I I'm really impressed with the European basketball players here, here recently. You know, your, your Doncic and hope hopefully Dallas can can get him signed and uh, and and have success going forward. But that again, my my issue with a lot of these very talented college kids here in the U.S. is that. You know, it's one and done in college. They don't know the game. They don't know how to. They don't know how to. You know, use their body to, to keep guys. You know, opponents away from the basket. That kind of stuff. They don't know how to run back picks. That kind of. The European players seem to know how to do that. They they, they come over here and they, they feel like you know kind of seasoned veteran kind of guys. They know how to play the game, and I I think that they immediately can make a bigger impact than than the college kids who still have some stuff to learn.
2: So we'll keep tabs on that and see who goes where. But you think of the young guys in the NBA, you know, some of the guys at the top of the list can be impactful right away. Right. We saw that with Williamson. Yeah. For sure. I mean, look what Atlanta. I mean, right, Young didn't take long. No, he did not. A monster, on. the Jay Morant kid. Yes, played very well for Memphis. So... You know, that's the cool thing is that some of these guys come in and, and they're going to be fun to watch. But there's a defined learning curve just on who are they? Yeah. Well, and, and I, th- I think, you know, with, with any sport, it, it depends on the team that
3: you're going to also. So you have your talents. Do those talents fit in with the players that are around you on that team? Do, do your talents fit in with the coaching style of the head coach of that team? Those are all factors as well as, as to how well you ultimately perform.
2: We got baseball going on today. Give you a quick update. Um, does Williamsport still have the mercy rule in, <laughs> in Little League Baseball? I, I, I don't know. Well, Tampa Bay just got it to 10 nothing against the Yankees in the no. bottom of the sixth. I know when I played, we, we had the mercy rule. It's good good, good thing that's not bat day. <laughs> 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 you know, is that. Is, is that what, remember that when we were, when we were oh, kids? Yeah. bat Bad day. I mean, it probably went to two or three bad days at the Yankees. But honestly, from a betting perspective, you know, if you find out it's bad day, you're playing. You're playing the home team. Okay. Because you don't want to roll over like a dog well, on bad day. That yeah, could no, no. not end
3: well. Yeah. No.
2: It could should that be, should that be factored into the wagering? Exactly. Line? I guess is the yeah. point. Uh, the Braves are up six three on the Mets. Uh, that's over. Uh, Believe just went final, and Cincinnati up two nothing on the Cubs. Washington four nothing over the Phils. Uh, that's actually Washington still batting up four nothing in the top of the first. Wow. And the Cubs game, Rizzo and Bryant were not in the lineup. Right?
3: I'm surprised by Washington. Washington's got all these guys out and and still destroying Philadelphia. Well, the the, the, the Phils signed Harper, and the, the, they're nothing. They're nothing,
2: Burger, in Philadelphia. All right, man. I'm Jack. You ready? Football t- chat's coming. The camps are open. We're getting all the news and notes. I'm and you, Mister Injury, <laughs> right? I mean, in training camp, I mean, it's got to be a circus. Act. Oh, you got to pay attention.
3: You know, you, you know. God forbid it, some key quarterback gets nicked. You know, we, we remember Bridgewater in Minnesota, and it, and, and it was, he didn't even get hit.
2: Oh, it was non-contact. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was horrific. All right. We're going to talk more football. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com is going to join us. Lunchtime, John John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. After 6 p.m., the 6-inch subs, only 5 bucks. Join the sub club. You get some screaming deals. Oasis, 49.55 South Decatur. We're talking football. We're talking fantasy football. Stage your draft in the banquet room at Oasis. Great gaming promotions. Food and drink kitchens open 24-7. We're coming back to Vegas in a moment. Don't go anywhere.
1: You're listening to the Sport- 24 hours in every day, 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds, and we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Have you thought about maybe sleeping less? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
2: Right, glad to be back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Sirius Channel 204, the Sportsbook Radio Network, from the KSHB studios in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. you staring at that phone. You got something?
3: Well, no. but I, I just w- what you were talking about, though. So I'm, I'm, I'm ratcheting through the Twitter, and I see Ben Roethlisberger and ligaments, and it makes me stop. Well, he's just wearing some athletic tape so that, you know, to support uh, the muscles, to tendons, and the ligaments. But, I, you know, again... You, you, you got to pay attention because you never know. And this this happens to be a nothing burger, but when you see uh, nothing very good, when you, when you see Ben Roethlisberger in ligaments, you go, whoa! What's going on here?
2: Two drink minimum. Stevie Slapshit's going to be here all day. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be with us this hour. Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com. By the way, we're doing and we're excited about this. This will be our second weekend, and then we're going to get regularly scheduled times in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're doing Vegas sportsbook radio editions of college football and the NFL. Get you information heading into the weekend, heading up to kickoff, and help you make your wagers. So we're really excited about that. And Kenny White is going to be a big part of that. KennyWhiteSports.com. You got the Kenny White Sports College. Football Power Ratings Magazine and the NFL Power Ratings Magazine. And he's a founder of information, a dear friend, and a longtime Las Vegas legend on both sides of the counter. All right, there's there's the big intro, buddy. You better live up to that. (laughs) How you doing, Kenny? What's up, bud? Thanks, Brian. Hi, Steve. Uh,
4: Yeah, pleasure to be with you guys. Thanks for having me.
2: It's funny. I mean, he mentions the Roethlisberger thing. It was one of the first things I was going to ask you, too. Prescott's got the shoulder strain. We got the young quarterbacks. Lance signs with the Niners. Wilson finally signs with the Jets. It's not like holdouts haven't happened before, Kenny, but boy, for young, for these QBs, every day matters. And I think it matters more this year with one less preseason game. I really believe the majority of these teams, other than teams that are trying to really turn things around, I think established teams. I don't think you're going to be giving these guys more than two, three, four series the entire preseason.
4: No, I think you're right. Uh, it's very. I'm glad that where we're at. We're going to take one more step, I'm sure, uh, in a couple of years to eighteen regular season games and just two preseason games because that's all they really need. I'll let them get on the field in game one uh, for a half or for not a half uh, a series, one series in game one and then play the first half in game two, and then play the season, uh, open up the season. They did it last year without preseason games. It was fine. I really thought it was going to be under uh, scoring. I thought the games would be very low scoring because I've known this. I've watched these sports for so many years. That's what happens when you don't have games. But I was completely wrong because the NFL, they knew what was going to happen as well. They were smarter than me, and they said, you know what? Let's let the offensive linemen hold as much as they want and give the quarterbacks all the time they they need to throw the football. That's what happened. Uh, offensive holding penalties were at an all time low the first four weeks of the season. And then they said, okay, everybody's ready. We can go back to calling it as normal. So those are things you just got to pay attention to and see what's happening in the game.
3: Hey, Kenny, your power rankings are as good as anybody's in town. And you've been doing it for quite a while. This is going to be a unique season, though, right? With, you know, you've got the one extra game. And then what is home field? How How do you figure home field now in your power rankings? Off of last year when they had no fans. This year we're going to have fans at some stadiums, though, depending on the state, it, it may not be full. How, how do you figure in what the home field advantage is?
4: You know, and Steve, what I did in the magazine, you're right, I have different home field advantages for every team. But since I didn't know any of that information, and I am writing, I'm in the middle of writing an article on home field advantage and going over the last five years in the NFL for every team, how they did and what their differential was. I put in the magazine two and a half. I just use the universal, and i'm gonna I'm gonna let the people go to the website. I will update that home field advantage after every week, looking at attendance and seeing how many people are in those uh in those stadiums, and then making my updates going going from there. So yeah, you're right, it's a guessing game until we see.
2: Well, all right, specific, let's talk about a kid like Justin Herbert who comes out with an unbelievable year, throws for over 4,300 yards, lighten it up, things look great. I like this Chargers team, but I think Stevie's point is well taken. Wait a minute now. He's slinging it around on the road, not playing for the most part in hostile environments. Is he and guys like him, young guys that now are going to get the true NFL road experience, are they guys you should watch closely?
4: Yeah, that's a great point. Uh or will he get the true NFL road experience yet? Uh that's that that's going to be the question. Will there be that many fans in the stands? Will he will he be in some hostile environments? Uh that's yet yet to be seen. I'm interested to see. I rated him 4 points above the average NFL quarterback. Uh that means he's uh, he's better than Ben Roethlisberger right now in his career. So, um he, he's better than quite a few quarterbacks trying to get to my quarterback ratings to see where I have him ranked but I really like what I saw of Herbert last year everybody did everybody loved the athleticism they loved the mobility in the pocket and his strong arm but now every team has seen him so that would be a little difference I have him ranked the 12th best quarterback really tied for 11th with uh, Matthew Stafford
2: I'm curious Kenny I really do think this Chargers team is interesting in the west they were 7 and 9 last year but I look at those games they lost, a lot of those games were really by horrific coaching decisions. And I know this is a different team with new players that have been cycled in. But were the Chargers actually better than their record
4: was last year? Yeah, I think they may have been a little bit. You're right. They they did have some injuries, and Anthony Lynn was a go-against coach for me. I uh, did not like his decision making. I didn't like the preparation of the team. They just didn't show it. The other thing that you know we, we've seen since uh, they they moved to Los Angeles, uh, they've had no home advantage. They've had no fans. Every game playing at home has been a road game. There's been more fans by the opponents at those games because hey, they belong in San Diego, not in Los Angeles. They'd be selling out in San Diego right now, and they get nobody in L.A. to to, to cheer for them. So it's. It's a really tough situation for the Chargers.
3: Even in a tough division, I'm going to talk about the other Los Angeles team, the Rams. How much difference does Matthew Stafford being there make? I, I, he's, he's definitely an upgrade over what we saw from Goff, but I'm, I'm wondering his mental approach to this, too. I, I would think he's jumping up and down. He's Even with San Francisco in that division, he's got
2: a chance to go to the playoffs. I'm just throwing this out there. Kenny may not agree with that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know.
1: To make it any easier, we'd have
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com,
1: matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the SportsGrid Radio Network.
2: Back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, series, Channel 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We're in the KSHB studios in Las Vegas. And we're Jack, Vegas Hogg Allen coming up 1 o'clock Pacific time. Dave Shane from the RJ. We'll get the big synopsis on all the NHL free agent doings. Still stuff to do, Tuesday. Yeah. No, I mean, they may be going to the cottages, but there's still a few more deals coming. There are some more deals to be done. Scott Froh will be with you at the top of the hour along the Sports Grid Radio Network. Right now, Kenny White's joining us from KennyWhiteSports.com, and we're talking NFL football, college football. As we get closer, Kenny, the magazines are done. The information's out. What is some of the stuff you're really working on? Because it's a... It's a fluid deal, right? It's a moving target. Stevie alluded to injuries crop up. I mean, you're constantly, even before they play a game, looking to make adjustments with information you get, right?
4: Yeah, I'm right now going back over the transfer portal to find out uh, who I didn't have signed at the time that I published the magazine for college football to see if there's any major quarterbacks that have moved on to another school. Um, really haven't found anybody yet of substance, but still looking. Uh, also, I'm working on a project we talked about yesterday, Brian. R- rookie quarterbacks starting in the NFL. There's so many now that have the opportunity to start. Uh, I can remember back in the 80s, my dad did a survey and he went back and did five years, and uh, rookie quarterbacks covered the point spread just 25% of the time. And we just automatically bet that against a rookie starter for. For such a long time uh but now it's you know it's been time to it's time to go back and look so I've, i went back five years but every once in a while when i found a quarterback that i knew for sure that he was in the league 2011 2012 or 2013 whatever that he was a starter i pulled his stats so i've got about right now about 600 games from rookie quarterbacks for the last 10 years and i've got about five six teams left to do and then i'll go back and match up point spreads and uh I'm going to know what their uh, ATS percentage is. I'm I'm really interested to find out and and the over and under. I thought more than anything, I think I saw more low scoring games while I was doing this, but I did see a lot of losses, a lot of losses, just straight up losses. That doesn't mean it's going to be ATS losses, but there was only a couple very successful quarterbacks um, their their their, their uh, rookie year in the NFL. Yeah, you know, I'm curious.
2: Is that a gray area, like a stay away thing from a You know, regular season wins total thing with a young quarterback as to when does he get in? I mean, maybe all you do is follow Tyrod Taylor around. He's in Cleveland. Mayfield eventually comes in. He's in San Diego. Herbert eventually comes in. You got Jimmy G in San Francisco. When does Lance come in? Does he come in? Chicago. Does Dalton start the season? Does Fields start the season? Is that like a buyer beware thing? Stay away? Or when the young quarterback is waiting in the wings... Do you find the you know the veteran guy maybe is looking over his shoulder and maybe it's not a bad underplay?
4: Yeah, no, it, it can be. I'm, I'm going to you know be interested to finish this workup. It's amazing. Uh, the Cleveland Browns seem like they had the most. Cody Kessler was a starter for them for about eight games. Then Deshaun Kaiser was a starter for 16 games, and then Baker Mayfield. For 16 games, that organization had three different rookies starting for them, and they lost a ton of those games. Out of those 40 games, I think those quarterbacks maybe won a combined uh, nine or 10 games. So they, they only they straight up was 25. percent uh, But yeah, I'm, this is this is fun to do. I love doing stuff like this, and it's uh, you know it's it's just uh, it's good to have that type of information. Like I said, it can be used on the on the side. I think it may got a chance to be used more in the totals. Uh, and I'm hoping that I find, uh, let's say, 70% unders with uh, rookie starting quarterbacks. You know, it's it's fun,
2: and I'd be curious when you're doing a project like that. Mark Lawrence joins us every Wednesday, and we do college conference previews. And it's great information, but we'll, I've been doing this with him for 10 years. And he'll have the information in the magazine, and we'll, we'll be talking it out. And just somehow through the course of conversation, you kind of lead each other into something and you make a little note and it's stuff that happens every year and you can use it. And then he's got some great stuff like Kenny, the one yesterday, you'll fall off your chair when you hear this one. Eastern Michigan off a home loss are 15-0 and 0 straight up and against the spread on the road in games coming off a home loss. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, things like that. You find stuff like that, and you mark it down, and you wait for those spots. And it's probably right more often than it's not. But when you're doing a project like this, and as you start going through it, you spot little things, and all of a sudden that light bulb goes off with your experience and things you've seen in the past, and say, "Wait a minute! If this happens and that happens, wait a minute! I found something."
4: Yeah, here, here's how I do it, Brian. So. When you, when you do that type of survey, you want to go back and you want to get the differential that they overachieved from the point spread. So I get a plus minus from the point spread. Uh, one game, it could be they, they could be just winning those games by one point on average, or they could be by five points. So the same thing I'm going to do with these quarterbacks I'm going to go through every game and then I'm going to find an ATS differential so I can have a number. So I'll make my betting number. And I'll, I'll make the Jets. Let's say they got Zach Wilson as a quarterback. Um, I make him an eight-point underdog. Um, now I got my survey, and it says uh, rookie quarterbacks are minus three points to the betting line since the last 10 years. Now I will add the three points on and make that, uh, that favorite minus 11 now. So I'm not going to force a play. I'm going to let my numbers do the talking. But now at least I adjusted my number to make a stronger number for myself to compare to the betting line. Same thing with the total. I'll make my total, let's say it's 42. The survey comes out and says rookie quarterbacks are minus 2.5. I adjust, my total's 39.5. I look at the board, they got 45. Hey, I got a a 5.5-point play that dictates X percentage of units on that game.
3: I have two questions. The first one is, when do you sleep? Uh, the,
2: the, the, the second question is what, well, what? it's not when does he sleep. Hey, uh, but, I'm but, sleeping with one eye
4: open just to make sure nobody gets to this laptop. Hey,
2: you wouldn't know when you look at him. It's not how, how when does he sleep, Stevie. Yeah. It's how fast does he eat? Because I was talking to him last night. <laughs> he's okay, like, I, I got dinner coming. I'll get back to you. And he's like, he gets right back to me. He's like he had a full burrito. It was like two bites. I mean, yeah, you got to speed up and sleep. You
4: got to speed up even when you're eating. I'm a fast mover. Always have been. I got it from my dad. You know, fast talker, fast eater, fast sleeper. And, uh, you know, and, and plenty of work. So, I mean, I got that from my, my mom and dad. My, my mom, my dad's still doing the same thing. He's still handicapping. He, he did every college and NFL guy to compare with mine. Um, and he's, he does every sport still. He's 80 years old. And he's still walking the books, uh, walks four or five casinos every day down in Laughlin to get his exercise. And he's looking for uh, value machines to play and he's looking for blinds in the sports books so he's got his day set my mom's uh, my mom's 75 and she's still a host at the Green Valley Ranch She works from 10 in the morning till midnight.
3: God bless him but this is a family of nut bars Brian. I'm tired
4: just listening to
2: him. Yeah.
3: hey so Kenny what what's the biggest? change you think that we'll see in college football with all of the transfer portal changes and these kids getting to play an extra year so you've got some a lot of experience out there in college football this year
4: yeah how about uh, kids getting paid now to play football i'm hearing reports that some kids could make seven figures this year wow. which is so ridiculous it's uh, crazy so i don't think that'll affect their play on the field this year but if they do come back to college and play another year, it could affect them. Maybe next year, maybe they take, you know, they don't work as hard. But uh, experience is so major in my uh, my handicapping and my power ratings. That's a big part. I've seen it all, you know, in my entire life growing up. Experience is everything. You you step into a job, uh, you're like a deer in the headlights the first couple of days, and then you figure the job out. But sports. You're learning new things every single day, and you're learning new techniques, and you're, you're learning your opponent, and you're learning how to prepare. So it takes three, four years to be a professional. They always say 10,000 hours of practice will make you a professional in anything. So there's the experience, 10,000 hours of practice. So in college football, over 1,600 players will be playing on the field this year that normally would not be there, 6th or 7th-year seniors. I've never seen a 7th-year senior before, but now we have them, and we have so many 6th-year seniors. The 5th-year seniors are guys that have already played uh, four full seasons. I mean, I have players that I know that have started over 45 college games in their career, and they're playing again. So these guys will finish their career with over 60 starts. It's just uh, you know amazing. Some of these guys it's going to be tough for the NFL next year. The draft to decide: Do I go after that guy that that has sixty starts at college in the college level, or do I go after that that uh, sophomore that's uh, so talented? So, Kenny, you got a really rating
2: on each guy: size, speed, vertical jump. I mean, all, all the stuff and the, the physical attributes. But I'm curious now in this unique season where these kids. We got a, a minute in a season where they're getting an extra year of experience, have you actually put a value on that for individual player ratings?
4: Well, I do top them off at a a certain point. I I grade one to 10 for experience, but this year I've got more guys with a 10 rating experience than I've ever had. My, my average college team has gone from a 100 to this year, it's a one Oh four and a half. So on average, every team's four and a half points better than they normally would be. This will be the greatest year ever. And this will be the most upsets we ever see in college football.
3: I think those second-tier teams, Kenny, that's where we're really going to see this, right? The, 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 the big boys, they're always loaded. Those second-tier yep. teams now are going to have better players.
4: Agreed. Agreed. Yep. Kenny, stick with us one more segment? Yeah, I'm with you. You're
2: the man, man. man. Not going anywhere. And by the way, Kenny's going to be joining us on the weekend edition of Vegas Sportsbook Radio on both the college and NFL edition. And we're going to be doing previews of some divisions each weekend leading up to the season. It's so good information. Great information. Hey, if you're heading downtown, the Grand Poker Series coming back to the Golden Nugget. That's great news. September 28th to October 18th. That's a great prestigious event with 50 poker tournaments spread across 21 days. Country.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on SportsGrid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204.
2: Back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Be out at Sunset Station tomorrow, Stevie. One of your favorite days. I'm not here. I look forward to it. I know you do. It's kind of a vacation for me. It's like <laughs> a three-day weekend. Be out there with Andy Isco, our good friend from The Logical Approach. Steve Carp will be with us for Vegas Hockey Halling. Uh We love going out to Sunset Stations. The STN mobile app. You get the the baseball cap. Cool cap. Nice cap. 50-buck deposit, and then they got cash back. It's the great product, the STN mobile app. It's the convenience of the sportsbook at your fingertips. Coming in from out of town, I'm telling you, get yourself a mobile app because the only rule is you got to be in physically in the state of Nevada to use it, and no standing in line, you don't get shut out all the goodies. Well, I say you get a bunch of them, actually. No. It's you shop for numbers. Absolutely correct. That's mm-hmm. what you use it for. All right. We're back with you here. Sportsbook Radio. Kenny White's with us, KennyWhiteSports.com. Um, basically, Kenny, you got the football magazines out, and you're launching a brand-new site, and there's going to be so many cool things on that. I know it's a busy time of year for you. And uh, the big launch for your website, uh, looking, what, first
4: week of August? Yeah, it was a good break. I, I took a, I took a nap, and I had a Cobb salad at a California <laughs> club, and I just had dessert. <laughs> over the break so it was a good break I'm ready to go uh, yeah, August, August 3rd the new site will be up.
2: August 3rd okay that's cool and the magazine tell them about the magazines they're out and about
4: yeah the magazines are out and about you can get them at KennyWhiteSports.com Barnes & Noble uh, books a million in the, in the southeast Gambler's Book Club if you're in Las Vegas uh, uh, yeah great information I feel like 9,000 individual player power ratings in college football uh, projected final scores for every team uh, you mentioned the other day the Westgate has all the NFL betting lines up for uh, every week. They don't have totals; they got sides. Uh, my magazine has sides and totals for every game. So buy the magazine, you can go over to the Westgate and make a, make a, make a bunch of side bets on the uh, on the point spread. Um, and hopefully they'll put up totals. So you'll be able to bet the totals as well.
2: And oh, by the way, Kenny, I mean this stuff is up earlier. The contests over at the Superbook—they're already taking entries for the Super contest. These things are up earlier and earlier, and you can see the betting market. You and I were doing some stuff together last night and you look at the difference in regular season, win totals a half game here and there uh, as much as maybe 40 cents juice. Some teams were, you know, nine and a half over some were nine
4: and a half under. Right. There was uh, some big differences. You're right. So it pays the pays to shop around and, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing a survey on that as well, Brian. I'm going back and look. As our, I remember our friend Rufus Peabody did a, uh, a survey for me uh, almost 20 years ago now, and he took 20 years of win totals, and he found out that those teams that were 11 and higher were going under at like a 60 percent clip. The teams that were four and a half or lower were going over to sixty percent clip. I think that's changed a little bit, uh, but I still would like to see. I'm, I'm working on that as well. The the last ten years of win totals to see if there's any type of uh, trends that have arrived. I like his. I like trends that make common sense. I I, I don't use trends that the Houston Rockets are uh, twelve and zero on Friday night. That does not make any difference to me uh, whatsoever. But I do like trends that. The NFL is a league of parity, and that's why it made sense to me. Teams come back. They bounce back to the – revert to the mean, which the mean would be eight wins this year. The mean is eight and a half wins, so we do have a little bit of difference this year. But still, I really feel like that trend could be still worthy that you're betting under those great teams because – You want to look unders anyway, because anything can happen. Star quarterbacks get hurt. You never you can't you can't win that bet.
2: Read my mind. I mean, that was going to be the follow up question. The general rule of thumb for professional money uh, in terms of what's the safer play. I mean, the sharp money is looking for the under because for the most part, a lot of bad things can happen during the course of a season.
4: Right. You're almost looking at everything has to go right to get to that type of number. So why would you want to bet on that, that everything's got it right? Because you know everything's not going to go right.
3: Hey, Kenny, before you get away from us, I just want to get your take on the uh, if uh, Texas and Oklahoma should go to the SEC, what that does to college football going forward. It just feels like, you know, USC is not USC anymore. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, it's its not uh, Bo Shambekler and Woody Hayes anymore. Miami's not what it used to be. Is it, if that were to happen, is it going to be the SEC and then
4: everybody else? I, I think, you know, what I had heard almost 10 years ago now that there will be four super conferences and that's what they're looking to do. they get those four super conferences I think that way they figure they can get two bids in out of their conference. Uh, But you're right. Right now it is the SEC bringing in Texas and Oklahoma. They're already the number one conference. But I'll tell you what, this year the ACC is going to give the SEC a run. So the ACC, maybe they end up combining with with the Big Ten and they have a super conference. West Coast ends up combining with maybe what's left over from the Big 12. I think that would be a good move because then they'd be a, a super conference.
2: Oklahoma looks loaded this year, Kenny. And this, They have a shot, I think, this year.
4: Yeah, they do. You know, you always want to have a great quarterback, and they have one in Spencer Rattler. But what's more impressive to me is the defense and how good they've been. Uh, this defense went from allowing 30 points a game to 24 points a game to 20 points last year. And that was against just all conference. They didn't have any cupcakes to rely on like a Western Carolina um, this year that they have on their schedule. So uh, their defense is going to be even better than that. 13 returning players with 350 snaps or more. They're loaded with depth, speed, experience. A couple of NFL players, um, Isaiah Thomas on the defensive line, the redshirt senior uh, who was a first rounder, Uh, another kid, uh, Benito, um, Nick Benito is going to be another guy that's going to go in the first rounds. They got two first rounders on their defense, and and, and a lot, a lot of uh, really solid players around, and their defense is is absolutely fabulous.
3: Kenny, I like trying to find uh, teams that are undervalued, particularly in, in college, college basketball, college football, because the public doesn't see that. Is there a college football team you feel like is undervalued this year that you're going to get good prices on throughout the season?
4: Yeah, the number number one my under number one undervalued team is uh, North Carolina State. Uh, I think they're going to have a they got a great team. They really do. I think they're very well coached by Dave Dorian. Uh, They have all the weapons on offense. Fourteen returning fourteen players returning with three hundred fifty snaps or more on offense and on defense. They've got twenty eight guys with three hundred fifty eight three hundred fifty snaps or more. Uh, This program continues to get better. I love their quarterback Devin Leary. And um, they're going to have a great year, NC State. I have them number six in the country, Steve, and no one has them in their top twenty-five. So they're going to be my difference maker this year. I, I only have them winning eight point eight games because of the schedule they play. They play, you know, they got to play Clemson and and at Miami of Florida, and they do play North Carolina because I have Carolina ranked fifth. So what a great game that's going to be: North Carolina versus North Carolina State to end the season.
2: Well, let's just take a look. Uh, I'm seeing. North Carolina State over under six and a half wins under minus a dollar twenty, so you're getting even money on over six and a half. They're forty to one. Clemson's like minus three fifty to win the ACC. Would you would you take a stab at them, Kenny,
4: to win the ACC? Yeah, I think they have a good chance to win the ACC. Uh I like North Carolina better though. They're five points better in my power ratings, but. Uh, the odds are the value. I think with so NC State take the shot; they win the rivalry game, um, and then uh, they would probably have revenge against Clemson. And Clemson will probably be like, Whoosh, "Thank goodness, no, we don't have to play North Carolina." And NC State upsets them. Um, I-, I went over six wins minus a dollar forty. Um, probably we'll go over some more six and a half now after you said it's up to six and a half.
3: I love stuff like this. Brian doesn't like value, but I'm going with the value. I'm I'm
4: No, I'm, I like value. I don't like the word. <laughs> oh, Brian loves Brian loves no, value. He I know he does. He just he forty to forty to fifty to sixty one shots in the in the
3: golf. Well, but, yeah, I know. You're getting it's, up. Well and, uh, and then he and then he tells me don't make value bets you just tear no,
2: up your ticket. No, I'm looking for overlays. The word uh, of value. It's the there's same there, there's thing. no value semantics. There's no value and ripping up a losing ticket.
4: Well, yeah, I guess there is, but I, I feel like an overlay is value.
2: Yep, I, Kenny and I agree.
4: The, <laughs> I agree with the
2: legend. You know, and I'm surrounded. And it and, is, I'm,
4: it I'm is a, an I, overlay. North uh, Carolina State's an overlay. No,
2: I'm gonna. Oh, I got a white flag. I'm throwing it up. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna fall on the sword. And say you guys are right. Mm. That hurt, but I'll say it. No, it's it's fine. See, this is the stuff I like, man. I,
3: I I I know Kenny, so I don't have to go get the book. I'm going and getting the book anyway, Ken. I want to go, well, well, get get Wait, let
2: me motivate him are there pictures in the book Kenny <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah there's so no pictures but not a lot of words it's all numbers uh, names and numbers so that's all there is in the magazine
3: that's fine with me i'll I'll take that I'll I, again I'll, I'll circle those those things because I know you got things like uh, like Mark's warnings I mean, I mean, I mean, coaches whatever. There are trends in there,
4: Kenny. You're always yeah, like... there's a lot there's a lot of trends. First half and second half trends that I don't think anybody has. Home and away division trends, conference trends, uh, and the, the best thing is that the workbook it's for you to be able to make a betting line. You'll be able to make a betting line every week before the line comes out and compare to what the numbers are. And I, I and that's the fun that I love is making a line and comparing it and then making a bet, and it's like you put your hard work where where your money is, your mouth is, and uh, that's, that's the fun part for me. You
2: know, we talk about the big adjustment week one to week two. We think it's going to bleed into weeks three and four. Everybody's still clamoring to get information, transfer portals, the like. Uh, do you believe, and you find these opportunities on an annual basis, Kenny, but do you believe you'll find much more disparity between the numbers that are the betting market is is has out there? You know, you put up any numbers of what the betting market ultimately ends up being compared to what your ratings are. Do you envision a lot more opportunities for you in a season like this?
4: Yes, I, I've seen more in the last five years. Uh, been loving it. I think it's uh, the the computer models, the big groups. A lot of their models match up, and that really changes the market. And, and it's a, a different market now in this day and age. So, I had this year. There's so much uncertainty, and I have a feeling that a lot of people will not know how good some of these teams are coming into the beginning of the season, and it's going to take them longer to catch up to those trends than it normally would. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. This is, Like I said, this is going to be the greatest college football season ever. There's going to be so many upsets, and I'm going to be on a lot of those upsets. I'll be on a lot of those underdogs.
2: All right, it's going to be a fun football season. And thanks in advance, Kenny's going to join us on our weekend editions with college football information, NFL information, along the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. This weekend, Kenny, why don't we We'll do some division previews. We'll do the deep dive, get into some individual teams, and let your power ratings do the talk, and we look forward to doing that this weekend.
4: Yeah, thank you. It'll be my pleasure. Looking forward to it, and uh, thanks for having me on again, guys. It's uh, been been a fun hour.
2: All right. You can go eat dinner in the next five minutes, too, now. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got another show at 2 o'clock, so I'm going to get a lot done in the next
2: hour. Wolf down a rack of lamb in about 40 seconds. All right, man. Thank you. Kenny White. He's great. <laughs> KennyWhiteSports.com. The website launches on August 3rd. It is fun to honestly... It's fun to pick Kenny's brain, but it's, yeah, it's just fun talking football again, Stevie. We, it it really does. We we've turned a corner.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. I I, Kenny didn't remember. I was talking to him the other day on the phone. I met him in 1990. I've known him that long, and the guy is just a fountain, especially of football. Now he knows all sports, but especially football. I love picking his brain.
2: Hey, you are coming in from out of town? Our buddy, Tony Neville. No. Hey, one of the nicest people you ever meet. Runs a great book. The Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar at Treasure Island. If you're on the Strip, go over there. The restaurant's awesome. The food, the drink's great. And if you're a sports fan, you got the book there, games on TV all around. It's a cool joint, the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar at Treasure Island. Coming back to wrap up this edition of Vegas Sportsbook Radio in a moment.
0: (laughs) sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
1: in fact if you're not listening it's you it's always you slack we are the SportsGrid radio network
2: Back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. we got Scott Farrell for you at top of the hour along the network. And locally, Vegas Hockey Outland, Dave Shane, Golden Knights Beat Report, does a great job for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. We'll check in and we'll update all things on the NHL, free agency, and the Golden Knights. KSHP.com. Listen the live function on the website there. A lot of good hockey information coming up top of the hour. All right. Uh, Want to update some of the bigger injuries? Just... Any All right, Footnotes.
3: well, one I didn't get to last hour. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels, Alex Cobb, he's got a blister on his finger. He won't make his start today against the Oakland Athletics. It'll be Dylan Bundy instead. Cobb likely headed to the 10-day IL. For San Francisco, Busty, Buster Posey took a foul ball off the helmet uh, last night. Uh, doubtful to be in the lineup today, and will go through uh, concussion uh, testing today as well. Uh, the Washington Nationals uh, with a COVID issue. Uh, Trey Turner tested positive. Uh, He joins Alex Avila, uh, Daniel Hudson, and Austin Voth on that COVID list. They're all out indefinitely. I don't know that the other guys are positive, maybe just close contacts. Uh, Jose Abreu with a a neck injury, not in today's lineup for the White Sox against Kansas City. And Nelson Cruz with a foot, not in today's
2: lineup uh, for Tampa against the New York Yankees. Keep you jumping, man, and I got news for you. It is only going to get busier with the training camp's And all the information that you got to keep tabs on because, what'd you say? Robos Roethlisberger? Well, no, no. It just had
3: ligaments in the tweet with his name. And I go, what's going on here? And he had just taped up uh, the leg so that, uh, you know, to prevent anything from happening to ligaments and uh, knees and whatever. So it, it, it turned out to be nothing. But, you know, you see a tweet, and you, the first thing you see is burger ligaments. You go,
2: wow, what's going on here? And then you said it was a... Nothing burger. A nothing burger. Stevie Slapshot. Speaking of lunch. It's this kind of wit. <laughs> Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. When you put two half wits together, you get a full wit. One full wit. One full wit. <laughs> Scott Farrell's got a lot... He's one and a half wits. He's coming up top <laughs> of the hour on the network. Vegas Hockey and locally. Thanks to our producer back in New York, Chris Babona. Thank you for joining a series tour of the Sports Grid Radio Network. We'll do it again tomorrow from Sunset Station.
1: You can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, or the Internet.